Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, we're going to learn all about lupus and why it's so critical to recognize the symptoms. That's next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Before live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, as a TV reporter of 25 years, I like to think that I know a lot about a lot of things. And, and I've always heard lupus, but I, as I was doing research for the show, I was like, do I really even know what lupus is? To talk about that today, Liz Ross, she is the CEO and president of the Lone Star chapter of the Lupus Foundation of America. Liz, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Do you run into people who say, what is lupus? all the time. It's amazing. And often once you start to go down that path with them, they realize they might know somebody who has it who just never told them they did. Wow. And you've been with the foundation for about a year now? Correct. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to go on your website and I'm going to scroll down the website because I was so impressed with all of the stuff that you do. You guys are involved in so many different things, including research. Uh, this has to be so rewarding for you. It really is. It's it's so important to serve our North Texas population and all of Texas, uh, in particular, this area right now as we talk about Dallas. But we serve 80% of the state of Texas. And there's another chapter that actually serves the Gulf Coast region as well. So wow. there's something for everyone. Sure. Let's talk about the signs and symptoms. How does somebody know if uh, they have lupus? It's a long time, usually from onset of symptoms to diagnosis. Uh, we find usually an average of six years which is a long time to not feel well. It starts usually with joint pain, uh, very common to have a butterfly rash across this part of your face, uh, lethargy, which all of us feel tired sometimes, sure. so that's a hard one to pick out. But those are a lot of the signs and symptoms that get people to their doctor. Yes, we're gonna talk more about that in a minute, but I want you to hear a patient's story. Hello, my name's Kermithia Sanders. My journey with lupus began December, 1999. Like most lupus patients know, it's very difficult to diagnose. My symptoms began with swelling, fatigue, shortness of breath. My primary physician did all of the standard tests. The only test that came back abnormal was my thyroid. So for three months, we treated my thyroid with no improvement. Not until I developed the butterfly rash, which at the time I thought was my eczema. I made an appointment to see my dermatologist who took one look at me and said, it's not your eczema, but I have an idea of what it could be. After finding out that I did in fact have lupus, I decided I needed to learn and educate myself on what lupus was. I then reached out to the Lone Star chapter to find out more information about lupus through 
their health fairs, support groups, and even their annual lupus walk, which helped me to see that there are more people other than myself affected by this disease. Being able to hear their stories and how they were winning the war against lupus, fighting this disease, and educating themselves to help them live a normal life. Without knowing any information about lupus, I don't think that I would have been able to make it without the support of other lupus members that I've met without the chapter. They have been very helpful with me winning the war against lupus. And Liz, you were telling me off camera that uh, Carmethia is her name and she's very important to your organization. She is, Jeff. She's a board member of ours. She also leads one of our support groups. So she's helped a lot of people through their lupus journey. And she uh, just formed her walk team for this year. So she's a walker for us too. Nice. Let's talk a little bit more about how um, you're starting to see more cases uh, where it's affecting younger people and um, people of, of, of color. That's correct. So uh, lupus disproportionately affects women of color. Uh, men can get lupus, but it's much more common in women of color, especially in the African-American and uh, Latina communities, Hispanic community. And we are seeing it a lot in younger people. This is a new, uh, a new issue since COVID. We found pediatric diagnosis on the rise. Uh, they think because of the stress effect of COVID, uh, having COVID or the vaccine on the body yes. um, has created a rise in, in pediatric cases. And so uh, it's an autoimmune issue. It lives in the body and things sometimes can set it off. Is it the body attacking itself? It is. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, and of course, your big fundraiser every year is your walk. So we've got a little video from last year's walk. Uh, talk a little bit about it and how people can get involved. The walk is really fun. It's a great event to get together and celebrate our lupus warriors, as well as to just gather as a family or as friends um, and get a little exercise in the process. We used to do a 5K. We have shortened that to a loop. Uh, lupus patients are often very affected by sun. Uh, so we wanted to make it more welcoming to them. So we will have uh, yard games, there's snacks, there's, it's just a party atmosphere. We have folks there warming people up with stretches. Uh, it's a really fun time. And if people want to sign up for the walk, how do they get involved? They can go to dfwlupuswalk.org, or they can always just go to our website and visit there and it'll direct them there as well. Well, Liz, in preparing the show, I was really impressed with your social media because you guys do a great job putting a face on this uh, wonderful nonprofit. We're going to put up some pictures. The Why I Walk campaign, I think, is just brilliant. Yes. Talk a little bit more about why you guys are so passionate about telling patient stories. Well, those first two uh, walkers you just showed are actually great examples. So Virginia, the first walker, she's a nurse uh, up at Children's. And so she's working with the pediatric patients we just discussed. And then Francisco, who uh, is the second person that you have up there, he was diagnosed recently. He was a very active guy and was diagnosed with lupus nephritis very quickly, uh, which is unusual. As I said, it's usually a six-year diagnosis. And he has said, I'm jumping headfirst into helping you in every way I can. Ashton, who's up right now on screen, she is a board member of ours as well. She's an amazing young woman who's become a huge lupus advocate for us. 
And as you can see there, we just have a good time. We enjoy ourselves and we've become our own family. How many uh, people typically show up for your walks? It depends on the year. Pre-COVID, it was a little bit larger, but now we usually find around 400. Yes. Okay. So uh, you've been working with the organization for about a year. Is there a patient's face that you see when you think about, here's why I do this? Yes. Yes. There's a patient who I was recently visiting with out in Tyler, who uh, she is a young woman, an amazing young woman with lots of energy for the cause. And sometimes lupus can manifest in very physical ways. The, the pictures you just saw uh, did not uh, have that as much, but she has, uh, her body is kind of curling into itself. So it's very physical to see, but it does not dampen her spirit. Her vision comes and goes as a side effect of the disease and it does not slow her down. Her mom drives her if she needs to go somewhere and she, she finds a way to get around and she just won't stop fighting until she's found answers. Wow. Well, you, she warned me before the show that she gets emotional and I can see why you love this nonprofit so much. In the little time that we have left, uh, talk to the viewer uh, about why they need to get involved. Yeah, lupus is a really cruel disease. We call it a cruel disease um, because it is hard to diagnose, it is hard to live with, and when it progresses, it can end in death. And that's something that nobody needs to be dying from. We need to increase research. 10% of every dollar we raise goes to research directly. Uh, the rest of the money goes to support groups and services and educational events and events to help people be diagnosed right here in Texas. And this is a disease that is need, in need of awareness and in need of funding. Outstanding. Liz, you've been an amazing guest. We're going to end with the website, which is lupus.org forward slash Lone Star. The great Liz Roth. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Jeff. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.